Hello and welcome to my podcast, Being With Future. Today we are talking to Maggie Miller. I know, another Margaret, but this one is different than the last one. And today we are talking about sexism. She shares personal things from her life, how sexism changed um, her childhood, and she and I even actually come in there at one point and um, share my own emotions on it. So I hope you enjoy this episode, and if you want to, you can share it. But if you don't, then you can just keep it to yourself. Welcome to my podcast, Being the Future. Today I have a very special guest, my Aunt Maggie. She is here to talk to me about sexism and sexism in the church, and I'm super excited. How are you doing today, Aunt Maggie? Hi, Isabel. I am doing great. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for asking me. Um, so do you want to just dive into the questions? Sure, sounds great. Okay, so what is your experience with sexism in the church? Well, um, when I was 16, I was a part of a Christian church that had a really fun youth group, and I loved it. I loved going to youth group. It was, there was just always good times, a lot of kids involved, and then that is kind of what drew me to this church, but then as, um... I was, you know, I learned more about the church. I found out that there was a few things that I didn't actually agree with. And the main thing was that women are not allowed to stand up and speak in church. And that was just something at the time that made no sense to me whatsoever. I feel like when you're 16 or, I don't know, just for me, I was figuring out the limits for myself and not, I didn't want to have limits on my life. So I was really, it just didn't make sense to me that I wouldn't be allowed to stand up and speak yet. A 16 year old boy for my class would be allowed to stand up and speak. And I didn't even fully understand their reasoning, but it didn't feel right to me. That's the, the most, like the example that affected me the most, I would say. And what did they do that made you realize that um, they weren't doing everything right there, uh, especially affecting women and standing up in church? Well, it just uh, when I brought it up with my youth leader, who was a man, um, he just kind of said, hey, this is the way it is. This is how we interpret, you know, what the word is in the Bible. And it was it wasn't really up for discussion. It wasn't something that that they thought needed to be changed or could be maybe changed. It was just kind of, eh, this is the way it is. So you either agree to it or you don't. <laughs> I don't know. It didn't feel like there was much that, anywhere to go from there. Oh, and did this experience turn you off from that church? It did. It did. That and also, I mean, there was something unrelated to sexism or maybe very, very distantly related. I don't know. But they also said that being a vegetarian was against the Bible and against the word of God. So those two things were enough to cause me to leave the church. Even though I loved the youth group, I couldn't see being a part of the youth group and not attending the actual church. So I left the youth group and the church. Oh. I've never 
like consecutively consecutively attended a church since then, like in, on a regular basis. What's consecutively? Consecutively, like I've never gone to a church again. You know, I've been to several churches, maybe one or two times since then, but never have I really like belonged or gone to a church for any length of time since that time. So yeah, I know for me, I haven't seen a lot of women pastors out there. It's just so odd because it seems like um, society has changed and they try and have more like gender equality. But it seems like the church is kind of still kind of blocked off. Well, I don't want to say all the churches, but just some that I've attended. I just realized that there's not really any women pastors. Right. Not any on a regular basis, at least. I've never been to a church that was led by a woman, ever. I know they're out there, but yeah, I've never experienced it. I think I went to one in-person church that had... um, one and I don't know how often um this woman preached, but it seemed to be predominantly males um preaching and stuff. But I know that the church that I go to now has a bit more variety of like ages and gender of people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Right. Um. So my next question. Um. What do you think God thinks about sexism? Do you have any thoughts on that or no? Well, I honestly believe that God, my best guess, because I don't think anyone can know what God thinks, but we can all guess or, you know, make our best guess, or maybe, maybe we can believe that we are hearing from God. But my best guess would be that God does not recognize sex as anything. (laughs) Like, I don't see, I don't... Mm. In the way we've attributed, you know, God to be masculine, I think God is beyond gender. I I don't know. It doesn't, it seems to me that, I know there's Adam and Eve and all of these stories from the Bible that are very related to gender, gender but um, I just have a hard time believing that God really cares one way or another about what kind of either, you know, genetics you were born with or, you know, how you see yourself as male or female. I just don't think God would care. Yeah, I do know that I don't actually know the exact verse. I'm just trying to find it. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do know that in Job at the end of the book, um, oh, he, it says that in Job 42, it just says um, how Job was prospering. And one thing that said was that Job, like, was really godly at the end of that book. And he had a really, like, horrific life for a lot of it. But, mm-hmm. um, but it says that he treated his um, daughters and his sons uh, the same. And they got the same inheritance. And the daughters became prophetesses. So Mm. I just think that for me, I think that just shows, and everybody can be different, but I think that just shows that God had for us to be treated equally um, Mm. because we're all the same to Christ and Mm -hmm. God. So I just think that we kind of try to put one people group or one gender or 
won mm-hmm. anything. It just trying to be ahead of somebody else. But I feel like yeah. God just wants us to be equals. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I feel like God wants us to be completely and fully our best selves and that he would never hinder that. So if your best self, you know, if you have a voice, like if you are a prophetess, if you, you know, if you have something to say to the church, I, God would never want to stifle that because of your gender. I don't, I agree with you. <laughs> so now I want to know, um, what is your experience with sexism outside of the church? Um, let's see. I feel like that is a little bit, sometimes it's hard for me to distinguish between sexism and like sexual discrimination. So I'll try not to go into that realm. But um, I know one thing that I can think of is the way that it affected me as a child. My mom's income definitely had a direct impact on me, and she was a secretary for a school, and secretaries and school nurses, she wasn't a trained nurse, but she was considered the school nurse, at that time didn't make good money. They are paid really poorly, and whereas the principal, who happened to be a man and often was a man, would make really good money, but she was, you know, a secretary, his helper, and... So her income had a direct impact on my life as a child. And there wasn't a lot of options for her. She didn't have a college degree. So most of the jobs geared towards women who don't have degrees tend to pay a lot less. And um, I gravitated towards social work, which a lot of women gravitate towards that field. And that is also an incredibly underfunded field. A lot like school teachers, uh, you know, nurses. There's just, I feel like my chosen field of study didn't provide me with good paying jobs. So I actually don't do social work because I can't make good enough money in the social work field. And that, I feel like, is directly related to sexism and the fact that our society doesn't value jobs that tend to be held by women not exclusively, but maybe just tend to be majority women. So it's a pretty big impact. And it's a big impact on our whole society. I think uh, for a lot of you, I had, like, I know that a lot of times in school, there's sexism that now I look back at them, like, I guess that's kind of um, sexism, but you don't really realize it. Um because it's just so like apparent or it's just constantly happening mm-hmm. because I because I'm just thinking back to a time when I was in this usually happens in gym class I think and stuff that um women or um young girls and stuff have to um be like I don't know you have to be ditzy which we all know like I think we all know that you have to be ditzy to be popular in most situations uh-huh. But I'm just thinking back to a time when I was in gym class and, like, the boys were, like, really unhappy for some reason that we were on the team. Because I think it was me and a different girl and then two boys. And they were so unhappy that they were, like, oh, you guys, like, uh, like suck at basketball. And it was just so weird because it was, like, it, like, you all know, 
um, listeners, when like the people look around and when you pick for a team and maybe you're not the best athlete or maybe uh-huh. you're a girl, but I know that in this situation, I was like, wow, these guys are just like going crazy on this one, like way more than like just those little side glances or just saying you were never open when they don't pass the ball. And they were just saying like, you're so weak and stuff. And you wouldn't be able to catch the ball, and oh man, we got like a bad team. It was just so, like, odd. And it just <laughs> seemed like they made it seem so normal. Like, the teachers, we didn't tell the teachers because it's like, what are they going to do? But, like, the teachers that should have been noticing didn't seem to really care, even if the people were saying that. Right. And, and it's weird because as many times. As we try and prove something, and you can't change everybody's minds, which is a normal thing, but it's so frustrating when the people just won't at all even listen. Yeah, they just made an assumption that because you're girls, you're not good at something. That's really limiting and rude, but yeah, it's not, that doesn't, I mean, there's no reason that, that one of those boys should be good at it and not you. There's absolutely like no, there's no reason that they would just assume that, you know, that you're not good at something that's really insulting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also know that I was doing a project a while back, like early this year on, um, sexism. Cause we had to talk about a section of, um, inequality in society and I picked that topic and I did so much research to get um, the information and women in the same if they do the same amount of work this even maybe even better work than men they actually will um, get 78% most of the time I'm not all jobs but 78% the on the dollar of what men get so if men got a hundred percent women get 78 percent yeah that's not fair yeah it's uh, <laughs> it's very insulting yeah and it's it's just gonna keep women back you know it, it keeps the the power the patriarchal structure in in the order in that order you know because how can you ever get ahead if you're always making less than the dominant sex so yeah um i thought i would answer some of the questions too so we can kind of bounce off ideas so i thought whenever i've seen sexism in the church i would say that when i've seen it in the church would probably be like i said not any pastors there but i wouldn't say it's something that has affected me like a lot i just came to the realization oh there's not that many women pastors and they're not on the same cycle like that the men pastors are on other than in some churches and i know that there's like in church the women just don't seem as important maybe to some men and that's why they don't get their voices so much out there and but i've never had uh something happen to me that was like so like out there like mean that that would turn me off but i feel like if i was like in the same situation as you were um 
when you had the youth group, I probably would find another church or um, just go to church online somewhere, probably. Right. Uh-huh. Because it just seems like if they're going to be disrespectful to you, and I understand where people can be, like, they don't realize that they're being disrespectful, and then you tell them, and then they change. But once that disrespect, and then they're not willing to change, then that's, like, just not going to fly, at least with me. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> so... Um, whenever I had sexism outside the church would probably be, like I said, in school situations. And there's also so many times, I know for teenagers, I haven't gone to, like, a high school, but I do know that for many teenagers, I think there's a, like, if you can correct me on this, but there's, like, statistics online, but I don't know the amount of people, but a lot of girls, they're, um, grades really take a drop uh, when they get into high school because they have to be um, not threatening to males, which is so weird. Um, but yeah, that's mostly where I've seen it and where I've realized, oh, when they did that or when they're saying that, that kind of comes out of like just kind of sexism but i don't want to say like all everything they did with sexism because i'm a tiny person but um so i just noticed for a lot of girls they kind of had to like either really be really good at a sport to be really noticed and picked on team or they had to be just bad and then people like just kind of thought they were cute or funny which i've always <laughs> found kind of odd um yeah i was hoping that it was definitely when i was in high school that there the girls who acted really girly and had really high voices and acted really cute and non-threatening definitely got a lot of attention from boys i was kind of hoping that that had changed do you feel like that hasn't changed um well i think it's changed in um some ways i don't really i was never in high school of course but i still feel like there's that same kind of thing where you gotta look a certain way and you gotta act a certain way and it's i think maybe it's maybe it's different but i know that still's got a lot of room to grow because i knew i wasn't like i said i was never in high school but i did know um i had friends that were like a little bit acting a bit more like high schoolers and they were more noticed by a lot of the boys but i didn't really care because i don't really care for um which is another couple who even cares about being noticed by the boys right yeah but for some reason (laughs) that brings people popularity and joy but I don't want to judge anybody because I don't know what they're going through, but I just know that in society it seems that that's what makes you popular is to be kind of like, I don't know, or Uh kind of like that kind of ditzy attitude. But I never really was um, ditzy or flirty, of course, because, like, my high school year has been from home but it's also been <laughs> i never quite understood why you do that because it just seems embarrassing to be like kind of like ditzy or that overly bubbly it, it makes me very uncomfortable when people act like that 
So I'm like, uh, why do you not know any of the answers to the questions I'm asking in a group? Um, if you're a partner with them. But yeah. Um, that's uh, all I had to say. Did you have any finishing thoughts that you wanted to add? Well, I was just curious if you feel like if you have any examples, I mean, maybe just the church, the one church you're talking about where, where it was equal, but have you, do you feel like there is an improvement that's happening in regards to church and sexism? Um, I think, I think, um, there's, I think there's improvement. I haven't gone to like one particular church for like, like for like all my life I've never gone to like like one church Mm -hmm. but I do know that I think it's kind of changing in some places um yeah I I guess it kind of depends on what church and what people you're around because when I say the sexism in the church I don't really mean every single church but I do think that there is some change. But I do think right. that some of the churches I went to, there's not a lot of change. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And this maybe is a question for another time, but do you feel like it's important to find examples in the Bible to back up why sexism is wrong? Or do you feel like the church should just move beyond that type of justification? Oh, well, I think that the church should look like there's always this excuse well the bible never said that but so many times people don't always listen to every single thing that the bible ever said like mm-hmm. how many disciples um and people that paid for jesus's journey were women that had some more money um or how many right. people god used like um like ruth she wasn't even Jewish, but there was just that story where there was Ruth and then um, Ruth and Naomi, that story. And they were used, both of them, to, even though they had a tragic situation, they were used to bring King David into the world. And then there's also a different lady in the Bible that was a prophet on a mountain, and she helped the battle. And there's just so many people in the Bible that are women that could change the world and that did help in society. But even though women weren't like had as many rights as today. Mm. Um, yeah, but also, I think many of the people in the Bible were men and they were in a society where women were just like, just supposed to do their work and weren't much a part of the church. So if you would say the Bible doesn't say that, well, you got to look at what God says and not what um, mere humans say. You have to look at what God says, like in Job's work. So to answer your question, yes, I think it's important to find in the Bible um, and be like, the Bible does say do this. But if it's like, oh, well, there wasn't that many women in the Bible, so why would we change our ways or anything? Like, I think yeah. it's kind of like, okay, you do need to move on in that area. But that's right. kind of a long answer, but yeah. No, it's a well-thought-out answer. I, I completely, I think it's well-thought-out, and I agree. <laughs> so good job. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on to my podcast, Aunt Maggie. You're welcome. This was fun. Thanks for having me. 
I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. You too, Izzy.